This show is not for kids. All of the content is very childish. on a beautiful Los Angeles evening. It's hot! <laughs> it's Thursday. I already feel like we're bringing a bit of a different energy to this one. I am sleepy! We are. <laughs> we are career barbecued to the gills, baby. <laughs> baby! Picture of beer and a lot of meat of every kind. Oh my Just God. every kind shoved into our mouths at I once. feel like I've got some still stuck in my teeth. Would you say you have a <clears throat> a, a, a kerbal? No, because that's corn. Yeah, but we ate corn too. Yeah, but it's not corn that's stuck. It's like bulgogi meat. Well, should we make a different word? Bulgogel. <laughs> For specifically, when you have bulgogi meat yeah. stuck in your teeth, you uh, know well, the feeling. Welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club. I'm Will, by the way. I'm Courtney. And this is a podcast where we make up words for things that don't have them. Yeah. And sometimes we phone it in a little bit when we're tired, and that's no, okay, too. No, we don't phone it in at all. We give our all, sometimes our all varies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always thought it would be perfect for episode five to be when we really slip up. Great. Yeah, no, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and... Set the expectation for the rest of this podcast. I want the history books to say, like, Will and Courtney's Word Club was an epically long 500-episode podcast. It peaked at episode four. (laughs) (laughs) And the other 495 were just a bit of a solid slope downhill. Yeah. The longest downhill slope of all time. Uh, This is going to be fun. We have two words each. Would you like to start or would you want me to start? Who started last time? I think I did. You be- did. Because I went, because you went twice. And so you went twice then. So I'll yeah. go first. So you today. go today. All right. Yeah. Um, and maybe you'll perk us up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I have like a, a bit of a negative word and a bit of a positive word. So I think I'm going to read the crowd here and do the positive one first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. My first word is Priora. Priora. The spelling is P R. E, U, why did I spell it that way? Huh? O R A P R E U O R A. I'm getting pretentious with my spelling. Priora, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Any uh, any ideas Priora. what you think Priora might be? Um, I think I think it is the aura around a priest. <laughs> That's it. Baby, I've never met a priest in my life, and if I did, I wouldn't know their aura if I could see it with my own eyes. Yeah, you're not very perceptive of auras. No. Especially of of priests. No. Tricks I don't attend. (laughs) Priora is, ready for this? Yeah. The short, peaceful time when you wake up before your alarm goes off. Oh, you think that's peaceful? (laughs) I do! (laughs) Yes! Uh, oh really? Yeah. I oh man! Anytime that happens, I like immediately stress out. Why? Why? What is your mindset when you wake up and well, your alarm is not gone off yet? 
first, when I wake up and my alarm hasn't gone off yet, my first assumption is that I've slept through my alarm and that I've overslept and that I've ruined the entire day and everybody's going to be mad at me and I've slipped up and I'm going to lose my job. And Wait, is this how you feel every day that you wake up that's not to like the alarm going off as you wake up? Yeah, and I wake up every day about an hour and 15 minutes before my alarm is set to go off. And just like with that panic of like, I'm going to get fired. (laughs) I'm so late. And then I check my phone and I'm like, oh, it's 614. I'm this was go my positive word. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this was going to open up the can of worms and the fact that every morning for you is a panic attack. Welcome to Will and Courtney's sad club, sad club <laughs> where we talk about depressing things and things that make Courtney really sad. Well, here's the thing. Periora for me is a good thing. Okay. I kind of structured the word to be peaceful sounding, like tranquil, like serenity. Priora, kind of a beautiful term. Sure, I get that. Because when I wake up and the alarm hasn't gone off yet, first of all, pretty quickly I see my clock and I see that I'm not supposed to wake up yet. Mm-hmm. So there's no like panic of, oh my gosh, I'm late. So I feel like if you have 20 or 40 or whatever minutes before your alarm goes off, that's not quite enough time for you to go back to sleep sleep mm-hmm. and go dreaming again. Yeah. But it's also like... I don't want to get up now. I have all this extra time. I'm relaxed. I'm waking up. Like, the birds are chirping. I mean, it's LA, so there's no birds, but something is chirping. (laughs) Our Alexa is chirping. (laughs) Yeah, the pollution is chirping. (laughs) The cars are chirping. They're honks at other cars. And it's kind of, like, peaceful to me. I, I wake up early, and I feel like that amount of time, I can just lay in bed and just kind of let my mind wander and just sort of listen to the sounds of the morning, and it's good. Nice. That's the priora for me. It's the time where I get to just sort of lay in bed and enjoy doing nothing before my alarm goes off. That's great. I mean, you talking about that made me feel peaceful. And I, I, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about like instances that don't make me feel that instant dread. And I think it is solely tied to days when I have to work. Mm -hmm. But like if I have an alarm set for a weekend day, which I never do, but if I by some weirdo chance that happens and I do wake up earlier and I wake up naturally and I feel good, then that is peaceful. That morning time that you just kind of get to spend by yourself and Think about your day or lay there and be cozy. It's really nice. It's nice. I guess that's like the more general sense of Priora. It doesn't have to be the alarm. It's the uh, the time when you wake up before you decide to wake up. Mm-hmm. When you can just lay there and enjoy life for a little bit. For me, it's when my alarm's going off because I like that period of time before the alarm. Mm-hmm. You just have seen my like rough draft word for this. Because I was trying to fit the word alarm into things. Yeesh. Guess what? The word alarm is not very nice. No, it sucks. <laughs> I was like, pre-alarm. Alar- pr- alarm pre. Pre, like. Ooh. Yeah. Morn larm. Larn morn. Larn morn. <laughs> larn morn. Larn morn. That's a good one. Yeah, no. <laughs> Take it from me, anyone listening to this. Uh, the words, I try to think of them, try to make it sound a bit of a feeling like what I'm doing. Larmorn sounds very Nordic. 
<laughs> sounds pretty Viking. <laughs> it also sounds like what a southern gentleman might call his lawnmower. Lawnmower. And how would he say that? Can I hear the like, sentence? Well, I gotta go out and cut grass and get the lawnmower. <laughs> What's your name, sir? It's good to meet you. Tucky. Uh, t- I really wanted to meet this character. I was getting to know him pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. He's a fun voice. I feel like that's that's like how my dad used to say lawnmower. My dad doesn't have... My dad's southern accent has progressed, has aged with him like a fine wine. Yeah. He didn't have a southern accent when I was a kid, which is why I don't really have an accent. But now in his older age, he's developing an accent. And I think it's really funny. And when I was a kid, he used to call it the lawnmower. It sounds like every vowel is an R. Yeah. One reason I've been enjoying a pre-order lately as much as usual and mm-hmm. more than usual is because our cat will lay on my stomach during oh, my pre-order time. that's so nice. She's been so cuddly lately, you guys. Like, I don't know how it is that she will find out when we're awake I guess she, like, hears the sound of my eyes opening or something. Because when I wake up <laughs> and, like, I see the ceiling, I can count three, two, one. Cat. Stop. I don't know how she does it. But, it's like, she's waiting for us to wake up so she can come say hi. Yeah. Really nice. And she then she loves comes, us very She lays much. down. She lets us pet her. And, Bela, I'm not kidding. I will have, like, if I have an alarm for 7 and I wake up at 6.10, I'll have a... 50 minute kitty cuddle session. Oh, it is like winning the lottery. It's That's the coolest so nice. thing ever. This morning, I had a really long kitty cuddle session and it caused me to leave a little bit later for work. Well, no, I, it didn't cause me to leave later for work, but it did cause me to get out of bed later. And I was like, you know what? My appearance will take a hit so that I can hold her a little longer. <laughs> yeah. I think when you wake up and your alarm hasn't gone off yet. You always have a choice mm-hmm. of, do I wake up, do I, you know, turn over and go back to sleep, sleep, and dream again? Yeah. Or do I just kind of wait it out? And I guess this is my pitch to you, sharks. Go ahead. We're listening. Consider <laughs> just waiting it out. Just enjoy the time you're there. Don't lay in a, the position that you sleep in. Like, for me, I sleep kind of to my side in a, in a ball a little bit. Yeah, in, like, kind of the fetal position. Yeah. Because I'm a baby. Yeah, you are. If I wake up and I'm going to go back to that position again, it's sleepy time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just inviting myself to like wake up rudely to an alarm in the middle of a dream, which I never like. Yeah. That's always like very rude awakening. And then I'm like, Ugh, and the morning starts like that. But if I can kind of give myself the time to relax, I wake up, I can put some bird sounds or some music on. Mm-hmm. I can make the coffee. I can feed cat. I can take shower. I can do what I need to do. And, like, your entire day is sort of dictated by how your morning is. You feel that? Oh, yeah, for sure. If I have a good morning, then I have a good day. Yeah. That's, like, some eternal parent wisdom. (laughs) But, like, only recently have I started to develop my own routine as an adult to where, like, I can give myself a relatively good morning every day. Yeah. And not just be like, I got to get up and go to work. You know? (laughs) Living that... Living that life. Pick up your briefcase and your hat. 
Totally. I've been doing that for like 10 years and now I'm getting to a point where I'm like, you know what? I actually really enjoy, I would rather like wake up and still be a little bit sleepy and wake up earlier and be able to like have breakfast at home (laughs) rather than like skip breakfast and only drink coffee and be hungry all day. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those scary kind of lame growing up things. I'm starting to actually enjoy mornings. Which is not something I ever thought I would do. Oh, yeah. I never thought I was a morning person. But yeah. now I'm like, you know what? I actually don't mind being up before nine. <laughs> and the downside is we're going to go to sleep earlier and earlier and earlier. Yeah. And then it's 945 on a Thursday and everybody's out partying in Carnival. And we're like, we're going to try and record <laughs> our podcast. Oh, wait. We're struggling to keep our eyes open because it's past our bedtime. <laughs> What's your first word? Okay. I have a word. My first word is tether. Tether. I was around when you made this, and I don't remember what it was. Okay, good. I'm glad. I was trying to pick one of the ones that I made around you that you wouldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Okay, tether is, um, I mean, it sounds like taser. It's just a little bit of a taser. It's like a pink. <laughs> Ouch. Like a little, a little zip, a little zap. Yeah. No, that's not what it is. What is it? A little zap. I'm sorry. We don't invoke the name of Zip Zap Zop in this house. I played that today with the kids, and I had like I was too good at it, and I had to get myself like they were doing like an elimination style, and I had to get myself out so that they would feel good about themselves because otherwise I was going to win. David, look, you know I love you, but you and I have both done too many improv one hundred and one classes uh-huh. for Zip Zap Zop to be played in this household under my watch. Yeah, no. Okay, so tether mm-hmm. is to do a task with rigor and positive spirit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a choice, I guess, right? Yeah, it, it's a choice to do that. I feel like a lot of times in our work, just I'm speaking about the general hour, the people of the world, we choose to do our work with like sort of reluctance or like a like sort of a I'm doing this because I have to attitude and that can cause us to not enjoy our work even if we do enjoy the field that we're in it's just like oh well now I have to do this and now I have to do that and now uh, 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 endless to-do list but um if you do your work with tether (laughs) with rigor and positive attitude or positive spirit, then I find that it makes it a lot more enjoyable to do the work. Yeah. And it also makes you a more enjoyable person to work with. I made this word up specifically for a gal that I work with who is just like the most positive person. Like I can look at her and be like, okay, I hate to do this, but like we have to sort all of the tablecloths and there's like 50 tablecloths and they're all a weird size and none of them have tags. So we have to unfold all of them, put them on tables, figure out if they fit and then sort them and count them to figure out the sizes of all of the tablecloths. It sounds so bad, bad, right? I don't ever want to do that. And she'll be like, yeah, that's going to be so helpful. That is going to change the way that we do work here. And that's going to be really, really awesome. Let's do it right now. I'll get the coffee. I'll get started. Let's go. And I'm like, 
God, she's okay. a saint. I know. I'm like, okay, it's not going to be that bad. <laughs> and she'll just like be chipper about it and like take on any boring task and just be like, yeah, okay. Challenge accepted. Let's do it. Yeah. And just like take it on with tenacity and with just like spunk. And I'm like, yeah, I, sh- I could work like that. <laughs> I should work like that. We should all work like that. Why not? Why not? When I said it earlier, it's a choice because that's how it kind of feels, right? Like, yeah. That's not really something that's an imbued trait in somebody. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can choose to be when you're doing something like that. Totally. You have a really bad task in front of you. Like, I used to have a job where I would pack airbags. Remember that? Yeah. I had a room full of airbags for cars. And Oof. I would uh, just, like, kind of pack them into a box and put the little shipping stuff around them. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a choice of... You're going to do this for an hour or two a day. Now, you can choose to do this, like, bitterly and just kind of curse it as you do it all day. Yeah. Or you can honestly just choose to, like, have fun with it and do it and there it is. Or if you don't want to do it, just do it faster and just kind of get it out of the way. Exactly. I heard that on, like, a BA Test Kitchen video earlier in the week or something about, like, one of the the ladies in the BA Test Kitchen said that she got great advice from... A mentor years ago when she was complaining about doing a stupid task and he was like, well, just do it faster. And it's one of those things that's like, well, yeah, I mean, like, if you don't want to do your chores, then just do them faster. If you don't want to fold your laundry, fold faster. Like, That's really great. And you low-key called me out. I got that from that same video. Oh, really? You got that from Carla? (laughs) We got that. We watched the same videos. We're both two big Bon Appetit fans. And we're all drawing from the same sources now. I can't quote Claire or Brad ever again. No. Yeah, that reminds me of something Claire and Brad said. Yeah. Uh, Okay, we watch the same stuff on TV. Yeah. I mean, we're we're using the same channel. We're using your YouTube channel. Yeah. Hey, are we still going to go as Claire and Brad for Halloween? I hope so. Yeah, I'd love to. Hopefully my gray hair keeps coming in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she actually has a streak of natural gray hair. I think she does something to that. No, I think that's a natural streak because, like, if you look back at, like, the other BA Test Kitchen videos with her, like, throughout the years, like, there's less and less gray hair. I think that's just her natural hair. Huh. Yeah. Well, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. You want to stop talking about Bon Appetit Test Kitchen now? And I mean, that to our- before we do, we should recommend that they just go ahead and have a full-on TV show because yeah. the audience is there, people. I mean, one more sentence to this, and it's gonna. This podcast is gonna become the Bon Appetit fan cast that it really is it meant to be. Will not. <laughs> it's be, it's been a cat fan cast from the beginning. We yeah. can't. Do that. <laughs> All right, I have a word. Would you like to hear my word? Please give us a word. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So my word. Yes. Is. Uh huh. Smackled. Oh. That sounds fun. Yeah. Smackled. Smackled. Do you remember the cereal called Honey Smacks? I do. With the frog? Yeah. It was really yucky. Yeah. I didn't like it as a kid. I think that in the fiction I'm creating here, the frog that is on the cover of Smackled mm-hmm. or Honey Smacks. Honey Smacks? Yeah. He goes home and he collects his paycheck from being on the cover of that all day. Yeah. Big, and he goes big to work the next paycheck. day and his agent is like, hey, more cereals want you. Okay, frog? 
you got to be on this cover and this cover and this cover. And he's like, look, I got Honey Smacks. I got my gig laid out for me. I can't do much more, dude. Like, what kind of showbiz do you want me to perform for? And Mm -hmm. over time, they put him in more gigs and more gigs. And he starts to do drugs and he starts to go down a hard path. Oh, my God. This took a left turn real fast. And he starts to feel smackled. (gasps) Yeah, that's right. It's not a happy word. Whoa. I didn't see that coming. Smackled means overwhelmed by a bunch of trivial things. Don't make me cry. <laughs> like, are you crying about the the frog? No, I'm crying about <laughs> that. Did I paint too that... vivid a picture? No, it's not about The frog's your... okay. The frog goes to rehab and everything's fine. Okay, well, great. Good for the frog. It's, I, I'm, if I were going to cry, it'd be about me, duh. <laughs> no. Look, it can be small, it can be big, but smackled is just when you're overwhelmed by a bunch of tiny little things, and none of the things on their own should be anything worth anything about but when 10 of them happen at once you're like i gotta stop i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry but i can't uh i can't make this decision right now because a i just stubbed my toe b a song just came on the radio that i don't like and c uh i'm feeling a little like bloated today none of those things should be affecting my decision making but i'm sorry that all three are happening at one time and i'm just a little smackled right now give me a chance i think this is going to be a word that i use a lot yeah because, uh, first of all, I feel like you're looking into my soul and creating a word that's just for me. <laughs> it's not just for me. It's for everybody who feels this way. But I I am a person that suffers from clinical depression and anxiety. So oftentimes we will be having a great day and things will be going well and we'll just be Going along, going to the grocery store and doing chores and watching TV and making waffles or doing whatever we it is we want to do. And nothing will be going wrong in the day, but my mind will be running all day yeah. doing background work <laughs> as the day goes by. And background you'll, processing. <laughs> yeah, background <laughs> processing of what I'm doing at work and what I need to make sure to remember to pack for Monday and... Uh, whether or not we need to do laundry and the puddle that is still in the bathroom floor. And I'll think about that a lot in the background. And then you'll present me with some sort of option of something to do. And I'll just sort of stand there like, does not compute. Yeah. One zero zero one zero zero one. Seriously. And I'm just like, yeah. And all I can do is just say like, I need a minute. I can't make any choices right now, and I need help. I need you to make that choice. And that's only a very recent thing of us just going through the trial and error of, like, me when I shut down. Like, how do we continue? Right. And so I thank you for this word. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that you think this is for you. It's really for me. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a narcissistic (laughs) asshole. Just thinking of Go ahead and use myself, it for yourself. Doing nothing but okay, thinking yeah. about myself. I made it for you. It's your word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, that's legitimately good for you. But I, I feel this way too a lot. I don't suffer from clinical depression or anxiety. But I, in my own weird ways, have moments where... Literally, I won't be able to make a big life choice because I am too preoccupied with those three trivial things at the same time, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I'm sorry, but my brain has to have the split second to process, 
the song I don't like, my stubbed toe, and my bloatedness at the same time. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but they're very small. But until I get through all of those, let me clear these out of the way, and then I can handle which apartment we're moving to. <laughs> yeah. Or which meat we're choosing at Ralph's. It's either one. You know what I mean? It's, um, the word overwhelmed, I think, I thought about whether or not the word overwhelmed would be what this means, and maybe I don't need to make a word for it because overwhelmed covers it. Mm-hmm. But overwhelmed could be about something legitimately big. Something can overwhelm you, and that's a big deal. If you're smackled, you're not you're not smackled with a big life choice. You're smackled with little tiny stuff that builds up, right? Yeah. And it's hard to admit to yourself that little tiny things can build up like that because they're all little and tiny. And you don't want to admit that any of those individual things are the reason why you can't make a giant choice. Totally. Especially because when you think about them as a logical adult, you're, you know that the fate of the world, the fate of your world, the fate of your next few days does not lie with your choice regarding those small insignificant things regarding whether or not you fold your laundry today or fold it tomorrow, whether or not, or like the fact that you stubbed your toe or any of that. Yeah. But it still can cause you to just like check out. Right. Out of necessity. It's one of those things that's hard because it's hard to explain to people. Yeah. Whenever something hits you like that, you're not going to tell somebody that I'm sorry, give me a second. I need to process these tiny things. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to really understand what your brain is going through. I, I need think- to give yourself the time that you need to get to the perspective you need to be at yeah. in order to help yourself. And that takes active mindfulness. So you have to be like aware that something is going wrong in order to make the choice to change your perspective to see how it can get better. Yeah. That's a good word, baby. Smackled. Smackled. Yeah. You ready for my next word? I'm ready. Hit me. Okay, my next word is a fun one. Good. Oh, thank God. We'll end on a fun note. Yeah. My next word is noove. 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 Yeah. You remember this word? I do. Okay. Noove is the refusal to dance when a bop is playing. The word bop is in the definition. You can't get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's ingrained in the definition. Why would you choose not to dance when a bop is playing? Sorry, I, I'm not choking up on how sad this word is. No, you really <coughs> are. It happens. I'm just, I just really, sometimes when a song plays, I, just, I don't want to dance to it. Yeah? That's how I cry. Oh, gross. <laughs> I'm really glad I've never seen you cry then. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like noob happens when like you're trying to be too cool. Yeah. Wait, or like it could also I, I don't know the other situations. I feel like it would mostly happen. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other stuff and I'm thinking about like a girl in a club who is like not drunk yet and, and like uh, her song is playing but she doesn't want to get on the dance floor because she's got a work in the morning and no way and that sort of thing it's like it's like that are we gonna talk about how i dance because (laughs) 
I like to dance, but I don't know how. Yeah. And I think I embarrass you a lot. And I think you'd no. rather I moved a lot of times. No. I instead, wave my arms, not unlike the inflatable men in front of car dealerships. <laughs> <laughs> I think on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the inflatable two man. Yeah. I'm like a. 10. <laughs> no, you're not. No. I just feel the music and I want to move to it. And I don't That's really care great. how. And a lot of times it ends up with me just on a dance floor, just kind of moving in weird ways. I don't mind how you dance at all. I think that it would be really fun to take some sort of dance lesson with you where we could both like start at ground zero and like work our way up into like learning a specific kind of dance, but general dancing, like wedding dancing or whatever, like <laughs> you're fine. You're having fun. That's the point. And like, we don't go to clubs, so I don't need to see your club moves. Oh, you do. I do see your club moves though, because sometimes I get into a club mood, but I don't want to go to a club. So I turn the lights off in the apartment and I put on like pop from 2009 and blast Kesha and Lady Gaga and shake my butt. And I'm like, come and dance with me. Can I tell you a story? Yes. I was at a club once by myself. Already a good story. <laughs> I don't remember why I was, I guess I came with a group. Was this in else. Scotland? No, this was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. The club capital of Atlanta. Uh-huh. And, um. What club was it? Opera. Okay. When was this? A couple of years ago, it was I was in my twenties, probably twenty one or so. Sure, but this was pre pre me. Yeah, it was pre you. Okay. Um, I was in a club by myself, super awkward, awkward, awkward kid, awkward nerdy kid, in like a Atlanta club, mm -hmm. and there were just there was like some women dancing, and I was kind of near them, and I like was sort of. I would say Nuvin a little bit. I was mm -hmm. kind of like, but not Nuvin because I was too cool. Very much the opposite, in fact. Yeah. I was Nuvin because I was super awkward and uncomfortable. And everyone was grinding up on each other, which as adults is kind of how you do it. There's nothing really bad about that. Sure. And the woman walks up to me and um, she's larger than me. I'm, I'm small. Mm -hmm. She was large and I'm small. And she's, you know, she goes like, hey. And I was like, Hey. And she's like, are you ready? And I was like, sure. I'm literally like, I'm going to do anything because I don't know what I'm doing here. There, uh -huh. is no, there is no basis for what I'm going to do at this club. So sure. literally any, <laughs> any person that gets me to do anything, I will do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so like, she like starts having me grind on her, which I'm super uncomfortable with. Wait, you're grinding on her or she's grinding on you? Which one is it that she's in front and I'm in the back? That's her grinding on you. She starts grinding on me. <laughs> and I start being grinded on. Uh-huh. Is that a thing? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, no, she's rubbing her I'm butt on your dick. I'm regretting telling the story already. But, uh, yeah. And she, we do that for a couple of seconds. And I'm like... <laughs> You're literally making that sound. <laughs> Help. They don't teach me this in chess club. <laughs> you weren't in the chess club. No. But then she's like... You know who would really like this? My friend over there. Oh, gross. Oh, God. What happened? And she points to her friend, who's also, like, super confident, and she's in a club. Also, larger than I am. I'm small. She's large. And I'm like, okay. I'm literally, like, in the point where anybody that tells me to do anything, I'll do it again. Uh -huh. And I go over there, and I just go up behind her and, like, start 
doing a thing. And she What are you doing specifically? Um, okay. <laughs> you know Torture. Her, you know her her you know her butt? Yes, I do know her butt. And you know I my know her like, butt very well. Crotch area. Yeah, I know your crotch. I <laughs> connect them. Gross. And I just kind of started moving around. Uh-huh. As I know to do vaguely based on what is being done Are in the Are you club. moving in like a side to side or like in a circle? I think like side to side with my hands on the hips. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're doing all the right things. Not that time. Oh! <laughs> she turns around and she's like, oh, hell no, who the fuck do you think you are? She tells me so far off, I basically get mentally thrown off the mezzanine, off into the streets of Atlanta. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, my God! And the friend starts laughing and laughing and laughing, and I start going downstairs and not wanting to be there anymore. Oh, no! It's a moment I play in my head a lot. Oh, hun. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Man, go that lady for, like, being a woman who went off on a guy who she didn't want dancing on him. Like, I, I hate that that happened to you. That sucks. That now you're traumatized and you won't dance with me, the one who loves you. I don't but- think that's quite how it's going, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> I remember when I was in college and stuff and like guys I didn't want to dance with me would come up behind me and I would just sort of like walk away. Like I would like stop dancing so that they would stop moving and then I would walk away. So I was like, I don't want a stranger dancing with me. (laughs) But I picture Noob as like. Yeah, sorry. Let's go back to Noob. No, you're fine. You're fine. I picture Noob as like a cool guy in the corner of the room with like a drink in his hand and like it's almost like a guilty pleasure bop comes on like call me maybe Mm -hmm. and like everybody like all the girls and stuff freak out they're like oh my god I love this song and they go in the center of the room and they start dancing and singing along and the guy is just sort of over there like bobbing his head just like holding back from like yeah doing the same sort of explosive dancing that everybody else is doing because it's like no man that's not me man that's not me i don't like carly ray jepson it's like shut up everybody likes carly ray jepson she's fun i dance with my neck (laughs) (laughs) my neck is my primary movement place that's new i like new and i've learned about your Club trauma. My club trauma. Don't get me wrong. I don't blame anything about that, but peer pressure and a bunch of confident club people using little chess club nerd as like a way to goof on another friend of theirs. Oh, yeah. No, you were totally a pawn in whatever game they were playing. Exactly. Like, they didn't care about you at all. They just, they saw you as a type and they were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if... I, I was the type of person who was like small and uncomfortable and... Willing to do basically anything anybody told me to do to have some sort of sense of purpose because mm-hmm. I didn't know what else to do at the club. That was it. Boy, you go to a lot of like clubs and like nighttime things alone. Or yeah, you I used did, to. I did back in the day, yeah. I did a lot of stuff alone back in the day that was yeah. like sort of cool but not cool if you're going by yourself with no sense of purpose like me. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's cool to go if you have like a group of friends doing it, but you show up alone and it's weird. At the age I'm at now and the confidence level I'm at now, mm-hmm. I have the confidence to go and have fun, legitimately have fun at a place like that. Yeah. And at the same time, I also have the confidence to decide not to do that. 
Yeah. I think it would have, the best case scenario back then for little me would have just been to accept that that wasn't something I was comfortable with. I just not go. Mm-hmm. But I went because other people were going and I didn't want to be the guy that didn't went, that didn't go. Didn't went. <laughs> didn't went. Oh, that was such a good monologue until you said that. <laughs> I, throughout my life, have erred on the side of doing crazy things without really thinking about it because I didn't want to ever have to tell a story about how I didn't do something. You know what I mean? Sure. I always lived on the side of the story. Mm-hmm. So I'd do stupid stuff because it would probably make a fun story. Mm-hmm. And I think at a certain point that just became an excuse for myself to just do whatever was presented to me because of some sorry excuse. Oh, it'd be fun to talk about later. Yeah. No, you're just too scared to say no. <laughs> right. I never did heroin. Nobody thinks you did. Why would you say that? I'm not as bad as that horrible frog. Oh, gotcha. It's okay though. The frog got better. The frog did get... Oh, uh, okay. I, yes, the frog did get better. Yeah. What they, a fiction we have created. I know. What a world. Before we drop this... Uh, before we... Drop before this we, episode like a box of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I want to shout out a uh, phrase that you made up the other day. What is it? It won't go into our canon or our dictionary, <gasps> but it's something that I thought was funny that you said. Oh, it was so good. We were in a Ralph's and we needed to use the bathroom and you went to oh, use I the bathroom. Oh, I needed to poop. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll say it like it is. You needed to poop. I had to poop out of nowhere, too. We walked over to the grocery store. I was totally fine. We got in. We did our little little shop. We had to get, like, a little bit of cat food. And seriously, as soon as we picked up the cat food, it was like, woo, motion in the in the body ocean. I got to go poop poop. <laughs> yeah, you went and you came back and you were mm-hmm. like, that bathroom was gross. And it I was, was like, disgusting. Okay, but did you do what you needed to do? And you said, well... You know, stop, plop, and roll, right? Yeah. And the entire Ralphs cheered for you when yeah. you said that. It was parades and applause when you said that. <laughs> I did my first bout of crowd surfing that day. Stop, plop, and roll. That's so smart. Stop, plop, and roll. Oh, man, I'm going to teach that to my kids. Oh, oh they'll learn by themselves. Oh, yeah, they will. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us for this late night intimate episode of Will and Courtney's Word Club. Late night <laughs> Will and Courtney's Guys, word. if you have yeah. a concept for a word you would like us to explore and maybe make a word for, you can email it to us at will at what is it at WC Word Club. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Let's try that again. I'm new to this. Yeah. You can email it to us at wcwordclub at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WC Word Club. And yes. what else can we do? Um, we're gonna have a Facebook group that you can join. So that you can talk about words and your life and all of that jazz very yes. soon. It's going to be called WC Word Club as well. Keeping it all consistent. Of course. And also consistent for a dictionary of all of our words so far and more info about us and stuff like that. You can visit our website, wcword.club. And thank you to Volfec for the use of their song, Animal Spirits. It's our theme song. Yeah. Yay. We love them very much. They are very generous, and we we thank them. Mwah. We love them. We love you guys for joining us, even when we've eaten Korean barbecue and our soup to our bellies. Oh, my God. We're so <laughs> tired. Let's I really hope you here. couldn't tell. Yeah, no, we couldn't tell <laughs> at all. We couldn't tell at all, right? Like, we were totally <laughs> the same energy as usual. Bye.